0: Welcome to KathleenWitten.org. We believe that Kathleen's message will inspire you, encourage you, and give you a fresh perspective on life. Now, here's Kathleen. John 8, 15, Jesus is speaking to the people in the temple, and we talked last time about how it was just crazy confusion. You know, you can go through and read it and not really realize how many different voices and people and you know questions and there's just crazy confusion in the temple and we're going to look at a few more things today but I got really excited about what God showed me to share with you all so I'm hoping that I can like get it all in um, <laughs> uh, John eight fifteen, Jesus is speaking to the people in the temple you judge according to the flesh I'm not judging anyone Now, I want us to stop and think about that because we realize, okay, he's saying something specific. He's saying you judge according to the flesh. And so I wanted to, like, really make that a more specific definition of flesh. Your flesh is like your senses. It's what you can see, hear, taste, feel, touch. But it's also your own experiences, we judge according to our own experiences. This is the kind of stuff that the Holy Spirit was really putting on me this morning. And we also judge according to other people's opinions that we admire. You know, oh, well, so-and-so does believes that. So that's for sure something that really happened. And Jesus says, I don't judge. You, y'all, you judge according to the flesh. And he said, I don't judge. Later on, he says, I only judge of what the Father shows me. But... You know, it reminds me again. I don't think we can hear this enough, and and it, it has helped me so tremendously that I, I just want to say it over and over and over and over again. The body, soul, and spirit. We are. We live in a body. We have an earth suit. And I've taught you all this before, but I want to say it again because it's so important. Um, so we live in a body, which is our earth suit we have a soul which is our mind our will and our emotions which is i think i want i feel so your soul is really a you know good flesh partner right i want i think i feel the soul is just right on in there and then we have a spirit that will live forever somewhere our choice you know if we receive god's son and then we will live with him forever We receive Jesus Christ, and God is love. And so those that shove God out of the way their entire life shove love away. And that's what's so, so, so sad. Um, And that's how why we need to be bold um, as as Christians, because kind of like what you really believe you act upon. And that is something that is not always so popular, you know, As we walk with Jesus, we learn to make decisions not by our senses, but the Holy Spirit speaking to us. And we've talked about that, like the more you feed your spirit with the word of God, with truth, with hearing CDs, with Christian friends, the more your spirit man or however you want to call it gets stronger. Or you can feed your flesh by always satisfying the I want, I think, I will, I think, I want, I feel this, and, you know, <laughs> mind, will, and emotions. And then it's really hard to follow the Spirit. And there's been times in my life where I'm like, I'm a Christian, and I'm trying to follow the Spirit. And it's so hard because I've fed my flesh so much in one area, you know. Mm-hmm. Um one area that I fed my flesh with big time was just this kind of, um, and and I've shared this before too, I think this kind of assumption that Lacey was just kind of right up there with Jesus. And so I could call Lacey and expect to have him, you know, answer the, the phone and make the problem better and, You know, da-da-da-da-da. And and that was like this whole flesh thing that God showed me how I'd idolized my own husband. Which, you know, you can't really... No one can show you that but the Holy Spirit. And I was having such a hard time, like, going to the Word and going to... um, Not to the Word, but going to prayer with stuff without calling him. Going to the throne, as they say, and not the phone. I was having such trouble doing that because I had fed my flesh that every time something went on, I dialed that number on up. Even when I was pregnant, the poor man had a beeper. Just for me. I was the only one that knew the number. You know? And um, so he put up with that for a while. And, and then when he started to kind of like not be there for me or whatever, I realized he's not. I've been idolizing him and I've been feeding my flesh on this. So anyway... Whatever we fed our flesh on, we have a hard time following Christ on. And whatever we've fed our spirit on, we have an easy time following Christ. If we've really worked on, and you do have to work on it, forgiveness, forgiveness scriptures, you know, forgiveness of others, immediate forgiveness, practicing forgiveness, then after a while we've fed our spirit with the truth of God's forgiveness, and we can offer it to others really easily. And that's something that I I can say I can offer to others really, really easily is forgiveness. Um, Matter of fact, I don't even really notice when people are trying to be offensive to me, frankly. (laughs) I usually have to have friends point it out, you know, and I'm like, really? She really was trying to kind of put me down. Ah, that's sad. So anyway, we'll know what is right. We'll have discernment. The more we know and have an intimate relationship with God, the more we have an intimate relationship with God, the more discernment we'll have. And, you know, some of you have been given gifts of discernment where you just have strong feelings about something and that's a spiritual gift. And that was not one of my gifts. So there was a lady that um, years and years ago, um, Lacey said, you know, I don't know what it is, but I just don't like her, you know, and stay away from her. And cause she, and I was like, oh my goodness. Cause she was just, she is, was, is very much not what you would think your husband would say to stay away from. And so, um, I did what I wanted to do and I didn't stay away from her. And um, because it was like we were thrown together in so many different situations. And to stay away from her would have been like, okay, I'm not going to go to that. And I'm not going to go to that. and So I'm trying to be vague for purposeful reasons. And she did end up really hurting me and hurting many others, actually. The fallout was really big. And I could have never seen it coming because I tend to believe you are who you say you are. That's just me. I believe you are who you say you are. And Lacey doesn't have the gift of discernment, but he'd been walking with the spirit, feeding his spirit, and so when he knew when he got that static about a person that that he should say, you know, I don't know what it is, but I don't I don't like her. That didn't mean he didn't love her like a Christian love. It just means I don't, something's wrong. And so, it's like the more we feed our spirit, the more our spiritual gifts, even the ones we don't have, come alive in us. And it's so great. And if we have the spiritual gift of faith and we feed our spirit with faith, if we have the spiritual gift of healing, if we, I mean, we have the spiritual gift of encouragement and we send scriptures to other people and we have the spiritual gift of, of prophecy and we just go ahead and let God put the scriptures in us and get those things out when we need to, you know, whatever it is, Elizabeth has such a gift of hospitality and it's just easy for her to have people over, you know, no big deal, do you want something to drink, you know, she just has that ease and so we all come in and feel really comfortable. I've been in other people's houses where I've been for the 30th time, and I still never felt comfortable. Like, I don't know what it was. I've been in churches, which is God's house, okay? God's house. So there should have been or would have been women or men with the gift of hospitality, but I didn't meet them. Because I still did not feel comfortable in that house of God. Isn't that interesting to think of? Okay, so this is really awesome. Y'all know this, that God tells us that we can make a decision about people without judging them. We can make a decision by looking at their fruit, okay? So Jesus here is saying, don't judge. You, you, you all judge by the flesh by your own experiences by what you see by what you hear by what you're told by what other people tell you and as he says don't judge but just look at their fruit and you'll know and i'm going to read starting in galatians 5:16. it's a little bit more than i would have read but because god was just really showing me some stuff this morning galatians 5:16, but i say walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh that's what we just talked about for the flesh sets its desire against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you're led by the spirit, you're not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorally, impurity, sensuality, adultery, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, And things like these, which he's saying, I'm not including anything. And I forewarn you that those who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And that word practice means carry on. If you look it up in the Greek, it means that those who carry these things on. In other words, it's, it's habitual. It's part of their life. And so, and we can't even judge that. But we're supposed to judge actually the good fruit. Galatians 5.21. When I was very young, I worked for a Christian organization. And they wanted each of us to have a mentor. And so they gave me... And this was, I mean, years and years and years and years ago. They gave me a mentor who had just gotten off the mission field. He was a single man and older and um, just... Had been all over as a missionary, and um, but he was mean. <laughs> Serious, and that before they being given to, they said, just, "You know, he'll say some really rude comments." Yeah, he'll say some really rude comments. He's just he doesn't he doesn't work with people well, and so it was like, "Well, okay." So he but how has he led anyone to the Lord because it, it, to have someone go. Well, you know, everyone else is paired up, but we think you'll be doing great with Frank um, because he's really mean, and you don't take offense to that. And I'm like, oh, oh great. What am I going to learn from a mean guy? So we are able, I mean, when I heard that he was mean, it's just like this, Galatians 5:21. I was able, or 20:21, 20, to go, wow, you know, something's not clicking that does not mean he doesn't have salvation but it means that there's some flesh thing that he's been feeding um when he should have been feeding the spirit no judgment on him because i've been the same way that's why in here in this scripture it says 518 but you're led by the spirit you're not under the law so that's why it's you're no judgment on him we're not under the law Because I've done the same thing, but um, it was just such a funny thing. Okay, he's been all over the world, and he can help you, and he's very, very intelligent, but he's mean. And he was. He was mean. He was kind of (laughs) mean. Okay. And then we look at this, and this is so important to look at this with people, because the fruit of the Spirit, not the flesh, but the Spirit, is love, joy, peace patience we all have that i'm so glad um kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control okay this is interesting because this is not it doesn't say this is the female list or this is the male list is this saying this is for all of you love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control you know and um i remember asking a group of adults okay what what are what are children missing most and they would look at this and go self-control they've been, <laughs> they've been feeding their flesh and they or they haven't developed their spirit and self-control and so i said okay i'm going to be fair i'm going to ask all your kids what y'all are missing and they would look at it and go joy, you know, lots of times they go like joy, or they'd say, um, gentleness, you know, like one of their dads was real gruff or something. And you know, the, the kind of person that says, well, that's just the way I am, you know, well, it's not the way that God said that we should be, we should be gentle. We're not supposed to be mean missionaries. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. So Galatians 20, uh, Galatians set, goes on to say, if we walk in the spirit, let us also, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another envying one another. I looked that up in the King James and I want to, it's, it's Galatians five twenty five and 26, because I love that word vainglory. And this is the perfect time of year, and you're, you're out, and it's spring, and you're driving past people's houses, and it's so easy to say, I just wish I had that, and I wish I had that. And, and God's saying, don't even look at what is passing away. It's vain glory. I mean, in other words, it's passing away. It's going away. And then also we know vain means like you're looking in a vanity that's how we got that word vanity, was from the word vain. Because you look at yourself and you examine yourself. And, you know, I have to admit, you know, times in my life when I've been like, oh, my gosh, you know, "Ah, and I wish I had so-and-so's nose and -and so-and-so's rear and -and so-and-so's, you know, where it's like a joke. But I mean, I remember in high school thinking, oh, if I had her legs and I had her and her brain and his um, family, Then I, you know what I mean? It's like, no, don't do that vainglory stuff. And it, and it, God was really specific with me because I get for my mom that magazine. I don't get it, but from her traditional home. And so a lot of times, and a lot, a lot of the homes aren't traditional. They're very modern, but they have very beautiful houses from all over. And a lot of times we think if we're just sitting on the couch and we're reading a magazine that if we let our mind wander to, golly, I wish I could afford a decorator to make my house all white, even though that person has six children and it's not even dirty. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't understand. We need to catch ourselves even in our daydreaming. Your daydreaming feeds your flesh, or your spirit. You can daydream scriptures. You can daydream God. You can daydream a good outcome of something. You know, like right now with Maddie being 17, I, I want to daydream a really great wedding for her and the really the right guy for her and not be like daydreaming, you know, that she's not going to go to college and she's going to leave and, well, we all know about that. But anyway... The listeners are like, what are you talking about? Anyway, she wants to be a missionary and she's not sure she wants to go to college, but she'll be there because her dad's going to have her there. So that's <laughs> the end of that. That's the end of that. Galatians 6.1. Listen, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted... Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. You know, it's amazing to look at how the law of Christ is when we bear one another's burdens and when we restore one another. God, Christ is all about restoration. He's not about like putting a brand on a certain person and they had an affair. So we're not going to reach out to them again or that's so ridiculous. Christ is about restoration and bearing one another's burdens. And we'll get a little more specific. Like overtaken by a fault. Um, I love the way the King James says that. Overtaken by a fault. It's overtaken by sin, basically. And it's an addiction, an affair. But is that word Overtaken. And, you know, you kind of have to think about whatever you feed, whatever you let in, can, you can be overtaken by that. You can be overtaken by, you know, whatever it is that you continue in your life to feed above Jesus. Just like what happened with me and Lacey. You would have never thought, oh, well, she adores her husband, you would never thought she's really got an idolatry problem, <laughs> but God really showed me that. And, you know, also knocked him down a few levels in my eyes, which he needed to be because I needed to see he's not Jesus. He's not Jesus. And in a good way. I mean, he's an awesome, man. And so we're to restore and to bear, and that's the law of Christ. Isn't that interesting? The law of Christ is restoring people and bearing others' burdens. Restoring people and bearing others' burdens. And so sometimes bearing others' burdens means you don't tell what you know, even in a prayer meeting, even though you could have other people pray about it. You're bearing that burden. I have a life coaching situation. Well, all life coaching situations I don't at all mention for people to specifically to pray about nor do I mention the person's name or whatever but I have a very serious life and death life coaching situation but I'm bearing that burden. Jesus, I'm lifting it up to Jesus and I can't you know tell you all about it. So sometimes bearing the burden is going, you know, this person in my family is really obnoxious but instead of my going out and like getting the, all the rest of the family together and making sure that we all know about the obnoxiousness and talk about the obnoxiousness and you know that's kind of fun because then you're part of the group you know you're not the obnoxious person the obnoxious person is outside the group and you all agree and you all have different stories it's not gossip you're trying to affirm that this person's obnoxious Well, that's, that's not bearing burden that, I mean, you need to kind of sit back. I can't tell you how many times, uh, how many times, and I can't, of course I can't tell you, but in our family, um, different people would do certain things that if I had told certain other people, it would have triggered a large (laughs) fireworks show, (laughs) you know, and 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 we need to not feed that part of ourselves because that's actually part of our flesh. We we kinda of come that way. It's like the two year old that that drops something on the floor on purpose to see what the mom will do. Um, that'd be a nice thing. My 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 daughter when she was being body trained, I had a party and I told her, you know, you're a big girl and you're big girl pants and um I said, There's no reason for you to go. Um in your big girl pants because you are a big girl, and so the people started coming for the party. And um, she, she kind of knocked, uh, tapped my leg. She said, well, "What do you do if I go in my pants?" And I said, "Maddie, at this point, trying to get the food out and everything, I was just crying." And she was like, "Oh!" And I thought, you know, that's gonna definitely keep her from going. So she goes in the corner, locks eyes with me, and I can see. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And so, and then she came over to me and she said, cry. And I was like, that is such a flash. That is such a flash. They're, we're born like that. We want to s- provoke and kind of see what's going to happen, you know. And we kind of like it when there is a little bit of controversy. It's, it's why it is difficult to completely stay out of gossip. Because there's something about it that's like, wait, wait, wait. No, tell me the rest and then I will um, then I don't need to, I don't wanna know anymore. I mean, you know, just what the what what that we do? Just try to instead of just going, I got I don't wanna hear about that because that's all hearsay and gossip and I wanna be able to go by the spirit and not by my flesh. Okay, so back to John eight sixteen. Jesus says But even if I do judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone in it, but I and the Father who sent me. Even in your law, it has been written, the testimony of two men is true. I am he who testifies about myself, and the Father who sent me testifies about me. It's so interesting how Jesus is constantly, lovingly talking to the Jewish people, And saying, basically, I'm not here to destroy your law. I'm here to fulfill your law. He's saying, I I know your law because I am one of you. And I do have two witnesses. Matter of fact, he has three. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But he says, the Father and I, knowing that they know the Father. Or they're supposed to know the Father. um, Many of them only knew him just academically or through their minds intellectually. And so that's a huge difference. But he's continually saying, I'm the Messiah that's fulfilling the law and fulfilling prophecies. And he says little things like that. Like, I remember reading this several years ago. Like, even in your law, it's been written that the testimony of two men is true. I am he who testifies about myself and the father who sent me testifies about me. And I just thought... It just seems like the more words they can fit in there, they will. It didn't seem like an important statement, you know. And I testify unto myself, and my father testifies unto myself. Couldn't Jesus have just said, look, I'm the real deal? But there's a reason because of their laws. There's a reason everything is written in the Bible. We slow down, and we ask the Holy Spirit to help us. And we really read it, oh my gosh, we can get so much more out of God's word. And, and that's God's intention. That's his intention. So John eight nineteen, they were saying to him, where is your father? And Jesus said, you know neither me or my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. Wow. And you know, there is a word. In the Greek, meaning that the word "gnosko," which means an intimate knowledge of, and there sometimes that is used in reference to God or to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That this particular Greek word means to cherish, pay attention to. Can you imagine? I mean, he's saying you don't know my father because you, you neither cherish or pay attention to him. He's not saying you don't read about him. You don't argue about him you don't study him you don't his word you just don't cherish or pay attention and that word pay attention has always always come out to me as um pay like you're gonna pay i mean you're gonna give up something to have to read the word of god you're gonna give up something you know and in constantly paying attention to god you put your attention on him. Today I had to like open both my windows and get, turn the light off and get in the chair because first of all, I thought I can't teach them without asking God's forgiveness about something. So it's like not a big deal to anybody else, but it is to me because I don't want to block, you know, the Holy Spirit and have you all come here or have people listening all over the world and be like, okay, that made no sense, you know. Because if he doesn't anoint me to teach or to share, I'm in big trouble. (laughs) Big, big trouble. So thank God. He's so good. So John 8, 20. These words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple. And no one sees them because his hour had not yet come. Okay, here's one of those other really cool things. The treasury is used to describe the apartments where the priest dwelt okay not only were it, it was also where people would give alms but it was the apartments these little sectioned out apartments in the temple where the priests dwelt don't you know jesus preaching in the office let's say office and we're using a 2 play uh on words there of the priest what is he saying I mean he's saying, I am the high priest of your heart, but also he's making the religious people, the Judaites, very angry because he is standing in the office of the priest. And so it's just so neat when we slow down and read this and then when it comes to how angry we know they were, John eight twenty says and no one sees them because his hour had not yet come almost like it's saying like well they tried but they couldn't there just was you know god protected it then in in John 8:21 he said again to them i go away and you will seek me and will die in your sin where i'm going you cannot come and then John 8:22 the jews said and here's all this confusion again because a statement jesus made and this is why we all get in trouble it's a statement Jesus made that they didn't understand because some of it was even prophecy. And so they say, surely he will not kill himself will he? since he says where I'm going, you cannot come. I mean, it's just like all this confusion and ignorance all around them. And he was saying to them, you are from below. I'm from above. You are from this world. I'm not of this world. Therefore, I say to you that. You will die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. And he makes it very obvious, unless, unless. And if you know God, you'll know me. There were Jewish people, many Jewish people that followed after Jesus, and even Jewish leaders um, that followed after Jesus. Nicodemus, Nicodemus um, your pronunciation, however you want to throw that one out there, tomato, tomato. So dying your sins is our choice, you know? And it's really interesting because all of us have sins. And even this morning, God was like, see, and you even sinned and had to ask forgiveness this morning, you know? And we all do stuff that's like, wow we've got to you know ask for forgiveness but see if you never ask for forgiveness if you're never convicted in your heart if you feel that you are god which there are people out there that they are their own gods or someone else's god or you know that then you die in your sins because it's jesus that's the redeemer that gets us he covers our sins with his blood and so we're forgiven and and i wanted to read romans 3 23 so familiar to all of us most of us have it memorized but let's really think about this all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god being justified as, as a gift by his grace through the redemption which is jesus christ so he's saying Look, all you Christians, you're not like above all these other people. It's just that you're covered by the blood of Jesus. At Sunday morning, we were, I um, hope you didn't mind, but um, supposed to sing in the contemporary service. And so it's at 11, but we have to get there at eight. And I mean, it was like eight, nine, nine fifteen, nine twenty, ten. Our drummer wasn't there. And that wasn't like a big deal because the drummer's kind of like the percussion, you know, keep everybody in the beat. And we were calling him, calling him, texting him, calling him. finally he came in and, oh, he was like hanging his hat. He's a college student. And so I'm sure he, you know, I I don't know. I don't want to pass judgment on him. Anyway, he was just hanging his hat. And um, I looked at him and I said, you're walking in grace, aren't you? And he said, um, I guess, I'm trying. I said, well, lift up your head and, you know, go in there and do your gift, you know. And that's what's so great is that with us, we know that it is by grace that we're forgiven. By grace we're saved. But also, we don't have to hang our heads. I don't have to come in here and be like, what's wrong, Kathleen? I just didn't, I, I'm not obeying the Lord. I don't know. We don't have to be depressed about that. We ask for forgiveness and we move on. Mm-hmm. And he is so good about that. So John eight twenty five, they were saying to him, who are you? Jesus said to them, what I have been saying to you from the beginning. So the, the Jewish people in the temple are saying, who are you? And Jesus said, what I've been saying from the beginning. This is no small statement. Because in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That is the word Elohim, and it is plural. And still, my sweet Jewish friends can't explain. I mean, there are different theories and different arguments, but that is a plural word. And so, it's almost like saying, in the beginning, we, God's father son and holy spirit created the world and so jesus is saying that if you go back and look in in the beginning in the old testament i'm all over the place you know i'm the angel that appeared to joseph i'm the you know the bright and morning star i'm this prophecy fulfilled i am who i said i was from the very beginning and that is what i love to take is just take his word literally and a lot of people are like, you don't take his word literally, do you? I remember my, my, my <laughs> publisher, no unforgiveness, but I remember she said, um, you're not one of those like people that takes the word literally, are you? And I was like, yeah, I kind of am. I do. And she was like, Ugh, oh, you need to be a thinker, not one of the, not a follower. And I was like, yeah, like Jesus said, I, I want to have sheep, I want to have followers. Or did he say, I want to have thankers, you know? I didn't say that to her, but sheep aren't thinkers. you know? Sometimes sheep have to just go, look, he went that way. I don't know why he went that way, but I'm going too because I've learned that if I don't do that, I get in big trouble. And so it's interesting how a lot of times we can just, you know go i'm just a sheep i just want to follow him and so when jesus said you've known me i've been talking about myself or i've been there he said i've been saying saying to you from the beginning i, I went to the beginning of genesis 1 1 because john eight twenty five, jesus said i have been saying to you from the beginning who i am and so i went back to the beginning And there it was. God created the heaven and the earth, and that word is plural. God is so good. Go to livingjesus.us to hear the rest of Kathleen's message and hundreds more at no cost. Thousands of people in 40 countries download Kathleen's scripture-filled, Jesus-inspired, real-life messages at an increasing rate. Jesus said, freely you received, freely give, Matthew 10.8. If you were able, financially join us in reaching the world for Jesus. Go to livingjesus.us and freely give so that those who could never pay will continue to freely receive.